Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Today, we hear Christ uh, do a parable, a parable of the rich man and Lazarus. Now, in this parable, the rich man, uh, the rich man ignores the poor sick man, Lazarus, that was at his own doorstep. And we learn that Lazarus dies. He's carried by angels into heaven. Then the rich man dies. But his destination is one of torment in Hades. And at first, you may wonder, what did he do to deserve this? But it was not what he did, but what he didn't do, either in faith or action. You know, in the business, busyness of our world, we can miss things that are right before us at times. Our tensions can get distracted. And we miss some good that we might could do. We need to be alert spiritually for the good that God places before us to do. Now, in this parable, there's nothing to indicate that the rich man committed any crime or evil deed. But neither did he have faith in God, as we, as we shall see. He evidently ate well. He was clothed well. But in and of itself, that was not the problem. Father Abraham, whom we find in heaven in this parable, was in fact one of the richest men in his day. But Father Abraham was rich in other things as well. Not just material possessions. He was rich in faith and love. So why did this rich man go to Hades? We often think of sin being something that we do in thought, word, or deed. But then there is the sin of omission. It's not a sin to be rich, but it is a sin to be rich and not to care, not to love, not to be concerned for those whom they could help. Now, in fact, this can also be said about Everyone, about all of us, not just the rich. We may not be able to solve all the world's problems, but we do need to be aware of those at our own doorstep, so to speak. We may not be able to help everyone in other cities or other places, but we can help those that God brings across our path. This poor beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, was laid at the gate of the rich man, but the rich man did nothing to help him. Then in the parable, as I said, they both die, and we all have that fate. But Lazarus is taken to Abraham's bosom. The rich man finds himself in torment in Hades. And the reason? Because the rich man's lack of faith in God and resulting in lack of action to help Lazarus that was right there before him. And why did the poor man, Lazarus, go to heaven? Does this mean that all poor automatically go to heaven? Not necessarily, for someone could be poor and curse God for his plight. It's interesting to note that this is the only parable that Jesus told in which he gave a name to one of the characters in the parable. Most of the time it was just a description of a person. He called the poor beggar Lazarus. And it's a name that's a derivative from a Hebrew name which means God has helped. And in this parable, this implies 
that God looked upon him and helped him. And implies that this was someone who had some measure of faith because he, in fact, then is brought into heaven. Perhaps there's another reason he gave this character a name in this parable. To personalize him. The poor man was a person. Not just a nameless beggar, but a person in need. So whatever our state in life, we need to heed the lesson learned from this rich man's lack of love and care for others. As he ignored the one that God had placed right there before him. We may not be rich materially, but riches are not limited to material possessions. We can be rich in love. We can be rich in understanding and sympathy and compassion and helping others in whatever way we can. Our doorstep is all around us in every day of our lives. You may see someone who is in physical need that you can help. Maybe someone even like Lazarus, the beggar. Or someone who may need help in other ways. There are many ways we're called to do good and help. It does not have to be as dramatic as this poor beggar with sores. It may be someone who's simply having a bad day, who needs a word of encouragement from you, and you are there to provide that. Or someone may snap at you because of things going on in their own lives. But you can respond out of the riches of your love and compassion and show grace to them instead. There's also some good news from this parable uh, from another perspective. There may be times that some some of you may feel like a Lazarus, perhaps battered by sickness and pain, perhaps losing what you have, feeling poor, perhaps feeling forgotten by others. These are all things that many people uh, feel. But if you continue to trust in God in spite of difficulties, God will help you. You may not see or realize this reward in this life, but we can be assured, as we hear in this parable, that if we place our trust in God, no matter how we feel at times, he will grant us the great mercy. Lazarus did go to a place of good, a place the rich man wished he could go, but he could not. There was a chasm. Now, the dialogue in this parable was not between the rich man and God. It was between the rich man and Abraham. And notice how the rich man asked Abraham if Lazarus could be sent to his brothers so that they, seeing someone return from the dead, would believe and trust in God and not arrive in this place in torment like he's in. But it just points out that he himself is admitting he wound up in Hades because he had not believed and trusted God. Did the rich man repent? Did he apologize to Lazarus there, how he ignored his need? No. In fact, he asked Abraham to send Lazarus on a, on a mission to his brothers. And it was really more of a kind of a backhand way of the rich man trying to justify himself. He was really saying, if you just sent someone that would rise from the dead to my brothers or to me, I would have believed also. But we know even that is not enough. For Christ did rise from the dead. 
And yet many chose not to believe due to the hardness of their hearts. Abraham's response to the rich man was, if someone does not hear Moses and the prophets, they won't be persuaded to repent, even though someone rises from the dead. It's clear from the parable that even though the rich man found himself in torment, he still didn't have a repentant attitude. He just kept trying to justify himself. So this can be a reminder of, uh, uh, for us in another way, to keep a soft heart before God. Instead of trying to justify ourselves and our actions before others and God, we just need to be willing to repent. So as we consider this parable today, let's first of all be reminded to stay alert to the needs of the others around us. We can't solve all the sufferings of the world, but we can help those whom God brings across our path. And we need to keep a soft heart. And rather than trying to justify ourselves, we need to be quick to repent when we have wronged someone or perhaps we have simply ignored someone. We need to always remember that God is my help. Regardless of the circumstances we may find ourselves in, whether in times of being poor or sick or lonely or whatever, we need to keep our trust in God. We need to draw near to the Lord and he will reward our faithfulness. So we too, like Lazarus in this parable, will find ourselves in heaven. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.